0: You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio.
1: Welcome back. Toronto City Councilors voted twenty-two to four in favor of the thirteen billion dollar operating budget, along with a ten year capital budget plan of forty billion dollars. A property tax hike of just over two and a half percent is in addition to to the annual levy for the mayor's previously approved city building funds. And it means homeowners actually face a tax increase above inflation because there will also be a 3% water rate increase and an increase of just over 2% on garbage collection rates. The mayor says the budget is balanced. Budget committee member Shelly Carroll says otherwise. She joins us now. Hi, Shelly. Hi, Libby. So you say the budget is not balanced, the mayor says it is.
0: well, no there there's still uh, uh about uh, seventy million dollars worth of uh, uh, shortfall in the budget because the budget was based on us sorting out our uh, agreement with the federal government to for them to to fund. Some of our expenses for housing refugees that hasn't come. Uh, we find savings every year in the budget, but this year we couldn't find enough. And so there's a commitment to find another ten million in the the city's uh, uh, departments for savings, and we need to find another twelve million in the TTC services for savings. So we really have uh, we really still have a gap that we have to close
1: before we start next year's budget project. And do you think it's going to be problematic to find those savings? Well, I do. And, and
0: what concerns me is that this year's budget has become a little more about about uh, messaging you instead of more about what we are delivering to you. Um, uh, certainly, uh, were, the majority of council wanted to be able to say this is a no-cuts budget. But the reality is, on a per-person basis, we're going to spend a little less on every person and there are in fact some efficiencies that that mean human resources cuts in in almost every department and by the end of the year to close that gap there will be more and so you mean job cuts right now we we need to decide whether or not we want to continue to just trim away at our services or we want to sit down now as a city and decide what is the level of service we want to invest in you mean job cuts oh yeah uh, very definitely when when a small department for instance economic development says there are three million dollars in base efficiencies but not to worry three million dollars means uh, there there will be people retire and their their positions will be closed out and not filled and so you know little by little that begins to trim away at services some services uh, you may think that's internal I don't care but over time, it will begin to affect us right at home.
1: Now, there were some counselors who wanted to raise property tax hikes more to 3.55 or 4.55. Uh, you are one of those, correct? Yes.
0: Um, I voted for some of the smaller ones. Some of the things that we added at the last minute to the budget, I think we found irresponsible funding sources. If we really truly want to deliver more, I think we have to be honest with people about the cost of the, of delivering them more. And, uh, so, uh, what I proposed to my residents is what if on top of the mayor's cost of living increase, there was one additional percent every year for three years to make the envelope bigger, but to continue every year to look for waste and, and make sure that we were keeping the budget trim, but make that envelope bigger so that it accommodates the things that uh, that we feel pressure in uh, transit services, potholes are, and, and, and road condition, the, the types of things that operating staff do at, tra- at transportation. If we want to fill those uh, those gaps, What if we did a very gradual thing? And so anyone who moved a motion that proposed something gradual like that, I felt I could vote for because my feedback from residents was, yes, we could live with that. There was one to do 2% this year and without really um, a multi-year plan around it. And that one I didn't support. I went with what my residents said they could live with, one additional percent.
1: Okay, and... I think that most people would feel, okay, uh, you know, the way it's parsed up, so we can all say we only have a property tax hike that's inflation, but once you start ratcheting up the cost of the fees, water, garbage, really it's above the rate of inflation, and it adds up. Yes, and and really what's happening now is – we're
0: beginning to ratchet up all those other things to to fill gaps in the budget so that we can say we kept property taxes the same but we're now at a point where if you list all the GTA municipalities together we're second to the lowest in terms of of uh, what we're uh, taxing the the average property owner and yet We continue to see people who want a higher level of service. We all want an improvement in snow removal. And right now, the job you're getting in in snow clearing and removal is exactly uh, the contract cost. We're maxing it out. This is what we pay for every year, but people want more. Um, People uh, want to see the library open more hours. They want to be able to go earlier on Sunday morning and later on Saturday night. Those are things we can do, but we have to, we have to decide. Is that a thing we all want? And if it is, we have to be honest about paying for it. Otherwise, you start to go to some of the outside costs. Can we add a TTC fare increase? And does that close the gap? Can we, can we move some of the ravine and, and, uh, uh, tree planting that we're doing into water? Well, we'll raise the water bill and we'll fit it there. So we're starting to try and close our gaps by going out to all those other user fees.
1: Well, it's interesting and people, we do have a few minutes left, uh, what do you think? Toronto is the second lowest property taxer of the municipalities. I know I've often heard from people in other municipalities who are annoyed by this, people in Toronto, would you like to pay more taxes to get a little more service? 416-360-0740. Toll-free 1-866-740-4740. I'm talking to Councillor Shelley Carroll and she is with Ward 17 Don Valley North, member of the Budget Committee and she- Shelly says that her residents say, "Yeah, they'd pay a bit more." Shelly. Yep, that, that's the thing. I said a very
0: small incremental increase every year for three years, just to stabilize the level of service that we want. And uh, and if, uh, uh, about eighteen responses came back. I sent it out to four thousand people. And Only
1: 18? So eighteen, so eighteen people emailed back. Oh well, that's not a very two of
0: them. Two of them said no, the rest said yes, and and if the others were outraged, why didn't they send me any message at all?
1: Well, well, uh, but the, still, the, you can't say that's a representative sta- sample.
0: Well, what I'm saying, though, is that when you send out that concept, increase in taxes to 4,000 people, and only those people were motivated to send back, and only two were motivated to say no, then maybe people are okay with what they're paying now and willing to look at
1: $30 more
0: to improve
1: their services. Or they they just don't care until it actually happens.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a common thing in municipal government. In municipal government, we're much more transparent about our budget. We try and tell people everything that they can expect in the coming year, and and most sort of let it wash over them.
1: Yeah, and uh, if you had a bigger increase, uh, I think people would not be happy about it. I mean, Mayor Tory is committed to have only increases at the rate of inflation, though he seems to be also uh, committed to raising fees. Well,
0: but here's here's why he finds himself in that situation. We have, for, for a number of years now, been very reliant on, on that unique tax we have in Toronto. That's why our property taxes are low, that land transfer tax. But we were going through a real estate boom. As that slows down, because we've relied on it for operating services, people are going to start to see a decline because that amount of land transfer tax is declining. And so we have to address that. Or find a new funding model that funds our services in some other way.
1: Okay, let's take a very quick call from Cheryl in Toronto. Hi, Cheryl. Hi, how are you? Fine, how are you? I'm good. I
0: think our taxes should go up. We want to be a world-class city. We need to pay for it. In fact, I'd love to see them price out the budget with everything we used to have years ago, and I bet in the long run, people would pay less because we wouldn't pay for all these extras for
1: kids to do activities, because in the old days, that was all free. Okay. Thanks for that, Cheryl. Thank you. Okay. So uh, our very, very unscientific, uh, <laughs> Cheryl says, yeah, pay more. But uh, I would suspect that a lot of people say no. Shelley Carroll, what would you like to leave us with on this?
0: Well, I, I think what Cheryl is saying to us is that she feels her services declining. She remembers the time when services were better. And that's the conversation it's time to have. Are the services really all you want them to be right now? If they're not, then we have to sit down and have a hard conversation as a community. If you want a better level of services, if you have a better vision, then let's come up with a, a model that doesn't hit any one group unfairly and, and makes it possible to see a brighter future in terms of service
1: and building the city we want. Okay. Counselor Shelley Carroll, thank you so much for being with us. You bet. Thanks, Uh, Libby. Bye-bye.
0: You're listening to an exclusive
1: podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.